0: Block talk radio. Are you ready to rock? But he's with the cat! And Andy Pennant is a starting pitcher! I don't think he's pleased. Raymond Green looked like duncan from shriks. Right now we're from Cincinnati. We're gonna drink a lot of beer tonight. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get rid. I know words, I had the best words. Am I being punked or something or It's time for fanatic Radio? Good afternoon from Studio 111 by Radio Saigon, so and now we the country by uh, Black Talk Radio, and we got be about This is Fanatic Radio. We also like this. I'm your host, Mike Carter. joining no, always your host, Mike and I'm literally joined by him, <laughs> and it, it, this is us. We are on the road to 300. I take my headphones off. We're on the road to 300 episodes. Uh... Well you are here, ladies and gentlemen That's in the house. <laughs> yes, we are several beers deep uh, yes. on our way to uh more beers more deep. Beer. <laughs> oh my god yeah, so we're we're here as always you can catch us uh on the podcast on iTunes uh be really sixty the social five spot like radio as well, yeah, so welcome to uh Walkins Glen. Thank you. It's been it's an honor to be here up in the beautiful uh oh Schuyler County, Scotland. Uh, Schuyler County, excuse me, on the banks of uh, of uh, Seneca Lake. In this yeah, Seneca Lake. How about that Finger yeah. Lakes, baby? First time in Finger Lakes. Absolutely, first time. in like <laughs> Central New York. Anywhere at I haven't been this way out in New York since uh I went to Cooper's now as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, which was kind of cool. But I, was actually, I was actually one of the places I wanted to go this weekend. I've never been. It's only about two hours away. It's the, the it's a cool town. There's uh, there's def- a little bit of action in the town. It's not a big town, but a little bit of action. But the baseball fame, if you're a baseball aficionado fan of any sort, definitely a cool one to see. And it was great to go as a youngin. And I was super into baseball back in the day and it's it's a great it's a great experience. it is fantastic, but it's great to be here in walk Glen Glen n y and in living color uh in the flesh and it's just fantastic how was the, how was the drive it was a good little drive. We had rain up through Harrisburg. i was struggling to get a signal on my ways app, so that a little a, a little more precarious. I kind of knew the way at least into Harrisburg. Uh, but it wasn't bad. And then I get up here, because, you know, in the D.C. weather has just been god-awful. It's been mid to low, low to mid, something high 90s. You crank up the humidity, so it's, the heat index is like 105. It's just <laughs> atrocious. I come up here, I get into the, the Pennsylvania, and it's like 70 degrees. I get up here, it's like like mid-60s. I got to put a sweatshirt on. And it's like, you know, it breathes a little chilly out. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was 50, I think it was 54 when I checked the, the, the our, our car temperature when we were driving back from Corning. Go on Market Street, shout out to the fam on Market Street. Just kidding, no one I knew was on it. So I'd be very disappointed. Uh, as I always <laughs> yell at pretty much everyone on Monday. That's right. Yeah. When's the last time you were in New York? I was in the city. Was it, was it Cooperstown? Um, gosh, I, I haven't been in New York. There's really not certainly where I'm from, in northern New Jersey. There's not like a Rockland County, you know, going to suffer and like. There's really not a lot going on. So I can't remember the last time I was really dumb. You know what? I was in I I went to a Walmart in Nanuet, New York, which is kind of a w- weird uh, weird area. Um, when one of the more recent times I was home, but certainly into like the interior, whether it's upstate or the west or north of that, it's it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. I never I never been to New York, um, other than the city and Niagara Falls until I moved up here. Mm. So yeah, we um, you made you made it. You made you made a great point about the fact that you're like, yeah, I'm more unprepared for this show than I ever have been. I have the yeah. same. Well <laughs> we're so we're so cool. We're so organized. Of course. Well we've got to find out. I didn't realize that college football kicks off this Saturday. My University in Miami and Florida. Uh, we love it, in Miami. I think Manny Diaz is now their that coach. That's right. Yeah. Literally like <laughs> five days after he took the temple job uh Rick left and they were like Hey, you over here? Did Barker officially retire? Like he's done from football, or is he? Well, he's he's working, I believe, for the ACC network. Huh. But I mean, I guess he may coach again. But like they they were up to a hot start, but they can never figure it out altogether at Miami. And I really thought that was going to be a home run hire. You know, he's a U grad. I he went to the U. Yeah, and you know, he say what you want about his time at Georgia, but they won a lot of games. And they had a couple years like when Matt Stafford was there and no Sean Moreno, where they were really good. I think that was the year when they beat – one of the years they beat the hell out of uh, Hawaii in the – Yeah, Cole Brennan. Yeah, Cole Brennan. Which uh, I picked Hawaii in that game. (laughs) Shows what I know. It was a sugar bowl. Yeah, that was a bad – well, the thing is, I bet if Hawaii played anyone else other than Georgia, they probably yeah, wouldn't. like them. That was New Orleans. Too. Cause they didn't really uh, well, That was not a strong whack. And I remember, like, they played a horrible Washington team. and They needed like be in an overtime or something like that, or at the horn. And then the, you know they go on to against a big, physical, fast SEC club. Not a good matchup. Yeah, Cole Brennan, he was a, a Colorado recruit. He was one of Gary Barnett's recruits. One of the last of the class <laughs> of Gary Barnett recruited. Kicked out of I cool. uh, went to a Juco that's how I ended up in June Jones found him there. Shout out to June Jones, former coach at SMU. I <laughs> actually tried to coach the, the Canadian Football League. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Because that's when, it was when Johnny Manziel went up there everyone was like, oh, that's right. June Jones is going to coach Manziel. And <laughs> I guess June Jones is like, yeah, no, I'm done. Isn't, I th- isn't June Jones coaching at the XFL now? I think yes. he is. When did you watch that the other day? I texted you the other day. Uh, I didn't see it, but like some of those were like, What is what is what am I looking at? So I was I mean I always check ESPN uh <laughs> cause like, like 'cause I always watch PCI after I get done with work. Uh shout, shout, uh, shout out to shout out to Reboys of blah blah and Tony doctor Tony Dr Mr. Tony, Tony Kornheiser. Um and so like on the ESPN, I have a fire stick, so I don't have cable. Mm. So I'm always checking like random things that are on. Uh, like the one last great thing I ever watched on the ESPN app was the like the, the Love and Basketball series. Mm. And I, I t- it took me about two weeks to watch that entire series. Absolutely worth it. Cause it's one of the few things that's for free. You don't have to get like ESPN Plus. Oh really? To watch it, yeah. Because some of those, there's some good 30 for 30s, which I don't call them 30 for 30s. They're just for me. They're just. Uh, <laughs> There's just, yeah, there's documentaries. 30 for 30 are the 30 original ones that Bill Simmons put together. That's right. Nowadays, they're just, they're not, and that's another, that's another rant for later in the show. But, um, yeah. <laughs> like one of like, the replay, and I always check the replay stuff, because occasionally the Cubs will be on. So I was like, all right, I kind of I missed them last night, so I'll watch them again. Yeah, and it was like, XFL, league, and team yeah. announcements, and it's just, Awful, like yeah. five minute video of Oliver Luck, who by the way has just has just lost so much clout in his life of just wrong affiliation after bad affiliation, because <laughs> he was an AD at West Virginia, right? Mhm. Uh, and then he got hooked up with uh, I think it was the College Football playoff. Playoff. Mhm. He's on that committee, uh, and then he was on something else, and people were like, really? And now he's the commissioner of the XFL. Well, where's your boy, Vince McMahon? Like, what's he doing then? Well, I think he – I think Vince McMahon's whole thing is that this is going to be a legitimate football league and less of the kind of the nonsense and the riffraff and some of the crap that befell (laughs) the league in their 2001 iteration. And say what you want about Oliver Luck, well-respected football guy. So I think McMahon realized, I need a football guy. Well, let's throw some money around. Also, did you see, I mean, and, and Luck announced it on, I believe, Colin Coward's show. Yeah, boy. You see who their first football player, their first signee was? No, is it? Landry Jones. What? Yes. And, oh, I, I thought was he was still in the NFL. I thought he was, still he but, were in backup? Yeah, he was like competing to be Robinsburg's uh, backup. And now he's the first Landry player Jones. in the XFL. You probably will get a similar... Uh, player kind of clientele if you played in the uh, the botched uh, Alliance of American Football last year. But we love Steve Spurrier. We do. I mean, Steve Spurrier was doing a hell of a job. He's like, first off, they had walkie-talkies and he's just like yelling at people like, next time tell him to catch a damn ball. And it was just, and that team fittingly, was fantastic. I was talking to a buddy of mine and he was like, if Steve Spurrier, if Steve Spurrier could still coach in, in college. And he just didn't have to recruit, but right. he still had it, and that his team, what it, what the Florida, whatever they were, Orlando, I don't know what they. Orlando Palos, yeah, they was that team was like like the best team in the league. Yeah, they're like seven and one. They went they, apparently they didn't even make it to the playoffs, and it was already defunct. Yeah, that was, that, that, that fell apart quickly. Oh my god, yeah. So I watched the XSL. Oh, actually, I didn't even watch the whole thing. I watched it says it says luck. It's luck, and it's like. Awful Studio, big XFL logo behind. <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm gonna need the help of my two colleagues, Laura Rutledge in New York, and Gone Coward, your boy in L.A." <laughs> and he was, and he was like, and so it was like eight, I think it's eight teams. And, and I love by the way our, like our 298 show, and I wrote him with extra. Well, hey, it's relevant. We need something kindly. to talk about. And so, <laughs> we <laughs> really kindly got this. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, it was, it was like, like this is the first team from St. Louis. And each team had this, like, cringeworthy, like, 30-second vignette <laughs> where it was, like, narrated by some voiceover actor, actresses, like, power. That's right. Assertion. It has like, lightning bolts and then, like, a falcon would fly by. And then the team the team logo and uh, name is nothing like uh what what the video portrays. Yeah. <laughs> like so Tampa Tampa has a team like and it's so awful because Laura Rutledge, who I had no idea who she was, mm-hmm. and nor do I care to know who she is. But she was like, I'm gonna do it with she's like, I'm gonna introduce the team from my hometown of Tampa and she's like, I'm an team of my new hometown in New York, and I'm like, you're from Tampa. You obviously either went to Florida or FSU, because all those towns with blonde-haired hacks go to those schools. <laughs> and ESPN hires them, but uh, and, and so like it was like the Tampa one. It was showing like shots of like the Everglades. There's no Everglades in in Tampa. <laughs> And then, cause then I'm like, all right, so fast strikes quick. I was like, all right, this is definitely some gator related thing. So the Tampa Bay Vipers. <laughs> and I'm like, this has nothing to do with anything. And I fast forwarded. I think I went to the bathroom or like start cooking dinner or something like that. And I was like, I'm done with this. But then I got back because Dallas, my hometown, my yes. hometown has a team. Coached by Bob Stoops, <laughs> which <laughs> I thought retired from football. He did. Yeah, lying hack. That was the first, <laughs> and that was amazing. And I, and I was like, whoa, because when that came out of nowhere, and you thought, yeah. the rest of the coaches. If Bob Stoops is the first guy, why is he the first guy to be announced? Because you know it's Bob Stoops. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, pretty and pretty then pretty some of the rest of the names were just complete goofballs. Who, who are the other coaches? We're going to Google this. i got to take a look. We're Googling this. we got got, again, Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops, who has the most credentials here. Out of all the coaches? Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go over the team names. So uh, the only thing I remember from the XFL was. Um, so here, here are the coaches. So I got the Dallas Renegades. Awful names. Of which, Here's by it. the way, I think was a name of. A defunct arena football. Team. No, that was the Dallas Desperados. Yeah, the Jerry owned Yeah. I went to one game when I was like in middle school. Oh. Was my first arena football game. It was. It was. I mean, I had promise because some some big league cowboy guy was the GM of that team. Dallas Renegades is like a combined name of they had like two arena football teams. hmm And then, cause I think Dallas Renegades had not been like one of like, like the women's football league. They must have had re- someone had a renegade in the team probably i don't i don't know i don't know what, i don't know what renegades are out of Dallas by the way i'm from that great city Oliver oh, Lux, the commissioner yeah it, it completely ESPN overdrive Let's do these teams well that f f l in two thousand one that I remember is i remember that like, there was no coin flip it was the ball was placed at the fifty. And two players I had to start from like the 30-yard line, just dead-on sprint, and whoever got to the ball first and claimed possession of it won.
1: So I mean, yeah.
0: So I remember <laughs> the game that I watched. One of the guys who did the coin flip broke his leg in out of the, at the coin flip. So I was like, this is this league is awful. <laughs> Let's see who are these teams. This, yeah, this. Dallas Renegades. They're gonna play. In, oh, this is even better. They're gonna They're gonna play in Globe Life Park, which is the uh, the baseball park. Yes, right. they're gonna. The when, like when the When the Rangers move across the street to the new venue, oh, they are gonna They're gonna do some slight renovations to Globe Life Park, oh, make it a football stadium. So that's. That's the Dallas Renegades. Oh, yeah, yeah. Houston is June Jones. <laughs> Jim Zorn is coaching... Yeah. Uh... Jim Zorn, who I do not believe is... I don't know if he's coached anywhere. It's is atrocious. The Redskins, right? Yes. It's, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> they hired him as the office of coordinator before they hired the head coach. And then they were like, we're just going to make you the head coach. <laughs> it's just all-time bad. So Jim Zorn before... Um... Because who was that? There's, there was there was someone in between before Gruden, Shanahan. Ah, oh, sorry, Shanahan. Yeah, I think Jim Zorn was the one who drafted. Uh, no, it's, uh Shanahan drafted Griffin and Kirk uh, and Kirk Cousins, right? Yes, that was the same draft. Was it really? It was. Yeah, they and everyone's like, why? Yeah, and it, every well, it was great because I follow two great uh, Twitter accounts. One is. <laughs> here's, what an NFL throwback! Yes, tremendous what, content. Which I think is a satellite account from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't know why, but I just have I have like I have like a, a hunch that it comes from that because they kind they occasionally like, dish out stats, and I'm like, I, no one would know the stat unless they were off. And people are like, oh, Mike, how do you know that? It's like, well, I have the inside information because I was once an intern back in 2013. Anyway, um, yeah. So the NFL throwbacks, they did uh, this the anniversary of Kirk Cousins. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the the code red The code red game in uh, I guess the Tampa Bay Bucks. And then they showed. Then I saw college football throwbacks. And it was when Michigan State beat someone in the Outback Bowl. Kirk Cousins was the quarterback. Oh, and Michigan State, like, went on a block field goal in overtime, something like that. And um, Antonio is, is hugging Kirk Cousins on the sidelines. And I was like, wow. And I thought, I didn't realize, this. <laughs> I didn't realize what he was up to. And then you go to the, the Eastern Conference, D.C. Defenders. There you go. you can go see some XFL games. <laughs> I may, I don't know if i buy some D.C. but I think I could buy some merch. How are you doing on the old Milwaukee, by the way? Uh, we are, um, and yes, folks, I'm drinking old Milwaukee <laughs> beer. I, I, I asked Mike on my way up, is there anything I can bring? So He's like, beer. So I, mean. I rolled okay. into Walmart, Perfect. and I was like, I expect, I was thinking like, oh, you're probably bringing some Genesee or, um, you know, what have you. But it's like you probably, you know, you, you people uh, probably drink Genesee all the time. And I saw the Old Milwaukee, and I, like, haven't seen, I haven't drank Old Milwaukee uh, in years. Uh, I, I think in, like, probably like four years. And, you know, they, you know, they had some great Will Ferrell commercials in, like, Terre Haute, Indiana, way back <laughs> when. So we pulled the trigger on that. And, of course, some Coors Banquet, the Stubbs, which everybody loves that. So we're just about done with this Old Milwaukee. We are cruising, pal. Very good. It's time for number two. I think it's time for number two, and this is this is probably already one of our better radio shows because we got the the live interplay. We're just drinking. <laughs> we're, we're, we're currently also keeping update uh, la- la- later on in the weekend. Good friend of mine is having a bachelorette party <laughs> just down the road, uh, so we're we're following. I'm following their adventures. And res <laughs> on uh on so, on social pipes while simulcasting a radio show in my house. Uh D Defenders, Audi Field. Uh this is soon to be uh, Audi, Les Field, and Wayne Rooney leaves. Then we got Mark we got Mark not in the house. <laughs> yeah. Coach of the Tampa Bay Vi- Viper, Tampa Bay Vikings. Tampa Bay Vipers. Mark Tresman for those of you who don't remember, who was the former head coach of the uh the, yeah. What is Was it Buffalo? No, Buffalo. Chicago Bears. BFL. very, very successful. <laughs> Jake, uh the <Jake> Dave Cutler, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's the XFL. But I've also seen <laughs> for the whole for the whole league there is a um, a practice squad for the whole league, which is based out of Frisco, Texas. Yep. And they have their practice at uh, Toyota Stadium, which is the home of the Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> my heart is very near and dear to as, a patriarch, as the patriarch of the Gardner household. That's strong connections, and so do I. There you go. So I, I definitely got to text my dad and be like, what is going on? <laughs> can, you, can you snag me some? Because you know, the best part is, you know it's the way my family dynamic works. I take that. With how family dynamic works, if I am home, he would bring up something like that and be like, hey, Mike, I got tickets to this thing, and I'd be like, all right, this is say thing, I love you, Dad. I'm just like, all right, I'll go. We'll do it. Oh, that's hilarious. I love how Mike, I love how I leave Dallas in my home state, just gets thrown to the dogs. Every single one of these teams is playing at, I love the fact New York Guardians, that's, that's the best one. Playing at MetLife world. 80,000. It's going to be like 20,000. If not, do you think this is legal fold in a year? Or do you think it actually has like some sustainability? Well, I think the smart thing that McMahon did, to his credit, was he announced it, and he was like, we're not going to play for two years. We're going to say, unlike the uh, Alliance of American Football, which kind of rushed their way into there, and of course, had their fair share of prom. McMahon is dumping a lot of money into it. His money, he sold a bunch of shares, of uh, WWE stock and to finance this. So they do have money. And again, he brought it, So I I can see it lasting more than a year. And unlike the last time where he tried to be like, hey, this is better than the NFL. You know, this is going to be fun football. going to be good football. And then it was obviously just atrocious. <laughs> I think this time this McMahon, I don't see, again, the need for this league, but I think he's going to take it seriously enough and I think there, as we saw in the Alliance of American Football, there are there are enough players. You don't get there's going to be depth issues, certainly on the offensive line, on the on the line to both sides, and the receivers. We we really saw a lot of issues in the Alliance, uh, of, with that. But I could see it lasting more than one season simply because Mr. Grant seems to be taking it seriously. And say what you want about his wrestling uh, exploits and what have you. He's not a terrible businessman. So I can see this. I don't know if it's necessarily going to succeed long term, but I can see it lasting more than a season. Isn't his wife still in the presidential uh, cabinet? Uh, she left. Oh, She's no longer in the cabinet. It but uh, Linda McMahon, which, there are multiple people of the administration uh, or the cabinet that have taken stoners from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Linda McMahon and President Trump. Now, Lyndon McMahon took a terrible stunner. She took it terribly. Trump's attempt to take the stunner was arguably even worse. (laughs) That was when uh, the whole battle of the billionaires When I don't even remember who um, Vince McMahon's wrestler was or whatever WrestleMania that was. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin, who I think was the guest referee, just came out, and he was like, yeah, I think the best thing to do would be to give uh, Mr. Trump a Stone Cold stunner. And Trump was like... Let's do it. So (laughs) these are are videos you post like the Insta story. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, you know, if you don't follow V underscore Vflow, and now that I have a way to get, instead of having to shoot videos on my phone and then posting that on Instagram, I'm able to pull it from YouTube. On oh, the thread. phone and then go there. How do you do that? Is it an app or? Uh, there's an app and there's a couple workarounds that I figured out. It's pretty good. I actually, did one earlier with the old Milwaukee. Did a little uh, Will Ferrell action. And who doesn't love Will Ferrell? I love Will Ferrell. So we're just killing it. We are killing it. Uh, yeah, I do. Love, I do love those videos. Um, that's hilarious. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Stone Cold Steve Austin, I watched the. Yeah, you, know, you watched the show Hot Ones. Yes. Uh, I don't see but I love That clown that works at complex. <laughs> we do love complex. Yeah, really, by the way, it, 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 it is a complex joint. It's not like that's good journalism. Creative show though. Yes. Uh, I was gonna say Sean McVay, but I was like, he's the coach of the, the <laughs> Sean McVay. Hey now. With the with the pullback coach or the get back coach. Hey now. Um and, the, and some of the guests are, are funny. My favorite episode is the one with Artie Lang. <laughs> I haven't seen that one's great because he was like, yeah, you know, you're from Jersey, you're you you ta- Italian roots, you have good you have good taste in cuisine, uh, and they talked about Jersey food and and yeah, city food, and he goes, what's the what's the number one meal you miss the most when you're in prison? And he like takes a sip of his water and he goes, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, and the only reason why I know who Arnie Lang is is, is everyone that I went to AU with. <laughs> god bless the people from New York that I affiliated myself with. <laughs> you know, I watch PTI. I can never watch an episode of PTI when Frank Iceola is the guest without oh, thinking god. of Jaron Berman. Jaron! You know? Oh my god. Uh, Jaren Berman. He's trying to go a lawyer. Yeah, was <laughs> That man is going to be defending people in a court of law. I, <laughs> I still think one of the amazing one of the, the glory days of Fanatic Radio was when he had Jaron Berman, <laughs> a hardcore Knicks fan, and you had Silas Hill, very serious sports fan, and they wow. would just go at it. And it was I had to we had them both on this show. Yeah. Oh my god, it's trying to get like like Silas would say like Carlisle Anthony is like the most like overrated player of all time. Jared, like that's ridiculous Yeah. You know, oh, it's right. <laughs> sports down, Sports down. Ah oh, god. We had Jared on we had Jared on that far before. Yeah. We, we had we had him the day we had him the day <laughs> Kanye dropped the Yeezus album. Oh my God! And then I think I think that was also the episode you when we were bouncing <laughs> around from studio to studio. Yes. Um God, there's too many, like, timeless... First of all, shout out to... Us. We're slowly approaching a 300 episode. That's right. you reminiscing all the episodes. There was one we did. It's actually one of our better episodes. <laughs> remember Grambling State? Uh, got in huge trouble with the NCAA. Yes! You know, poor facility. Yes! I think that was the episode. We started off with that. <laughs> and then we went to... Is that better than starting off with of the XFL? I don't know. We're <laughs> getting there. Uh, yeah, Grambling State, that's where, like, Paul Robinson was, like, everyone was just throwing him under the bus, and <laughs> the, the swag, the swag is just trash, <laughs> but, like, oh my God, <laughs> there are junior high, high school, there's junior highs and high school locker rooms that look better than this, and Jaron came on, and I yeah, gave us, like, hot takes, so that was fresh off of, uh, Kanye's... Uh, interview Bonanzas. Oh, God. 2015 or 2014, and he was just going through that, that mental phase. Like when he was on uh, the Sway Calloway show. Yeah. like, you ain't done the education. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got the answers, Sway. <laughs> we talked Marlon Kraft was on the other day. That's right. That's Marlon, Marlon Kraft, who we got to know, shout out to Marlon Kraft. Marlon Kraft was on um, he was on Viceland the other day. <laughs> Uh, and it's just like, you know. Why? Do you know why? I don't know what the connection was, but I heard about it. He's like freestyling in a grocery store. Yeah, That's and a bokehanger on, uh, what was the show, Bobby's House? <laughs> oh, with Danny Brown. Danny Brown's house. house. Excuse yeah, me. yeah, yeah. And, um. The dinner, oh, by, by the, the way. <laughs> <and> Danny, <laughs> which I've seen clips of his show, but I've never seen the show before. Yeah. I was like, what? I feel like you need to be on, like, it's like watching that Action Bronson Agent Alien show. Oh, like, you God. need to be on the, uh. On the ganja, probably to understand. But we under watched it, and it was like, and it was Marlon Craft, and we love Mar- Marlon Craft. It was killing it. It's on tour. Go to MarlonCraft.com. And that dude... Go to D.C.? Yeah! He's been playing on a Sunday night. I'm like working until 8 o'clock. I'm going to have to go from work you got to go see him. Yeah, yeah, of see course. See him for those who can't. Oh, I, 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 I'll have to hide my Fox News ID, because they probably won't enjoy that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So not, knowing, knowing his songs. most <laughs> <but laughs> people don't. But yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. Like, this guy was just killing it. At one point, like, number one on iTunes for hip-hop. Yeah, what was his album called? Like... Mixed painting or something like that. Yeah, and um, I don't know. At the time I had Gangstick, great song, great oh, music video. Oh, the music video is fantastic. Good, good beat. beat. That's another thing. like he has good, he's good producers. It's you know, like I, my my buddy who I posted an Instagram story about Marlon, my buddy who uh, I went to high school with, and now lives out in uh, California. And he like because I po- pointed sister. it out, he checked out Marlon. He was like texting me. He's like. That dude's got good flow, and like Marlon does have good flow, he, and I lived with that guy for a <laughs> semester at American University. He is good. He's good because um, one thing I always look for in, the, in like R&B hip hop is you have to have a good voice, mm-hmm. and he he has the way he sings, raps, whatever. His way he talks. True. He has, he has such a good he has such a good octave that. He's not like Young Thug. He sounds like <laughs> he's on helium screaming. <laughs> young Thug. Or, uh, or Meat Miller's always screaming. Yep. Or any of those garbage mumble rappers. Oh, God. Kraft's got flow, and we love him. Kraft's killing it. We love Marlon. Great guy. Hopefully he remembers us when he goes to semi-big, because he won't sell out of the corporations. Yeah, that's, that's what, another <laughs> one, one of the, one the cool things. you you know, you, you and I know Marlon... Well enough to where we know all right, all right. we know what he's about, I mean, King, we, and King, we salute him for it. King of Health Kitchen. We yeah. sold. I've sold that. I've certainly sold that. I mean, good out. God. All right. Uh, what else has been going on? Other <laughs> <laughs> than the fact that I'm uh, here, and we're just causing we're just causing all kinds. Of, we're going to be causing all kinds of shenanigans. Yeah, my fear, My, fear here start, my is here in Skyler My is here tomorrow. Depends. Uh, we're going to the state fair tomorrow. Yes. Get some corn dogs. Yeah, it's it's uh it's an I've been so I went there last year. I wish I went on a date to uh the state fair first time ever. It's an eye opening experience Uh-oh. because I, I said this last year and I'll say it again. Let's give you a little preview of the New York State Fair. <laughs> it's like uh so like so being from Texas. One of the most iconic state fairs in the country, apart from like Iowa, maybe Wisconsin. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of it. Um, <laughs> no. It, so when you go to Texas, when you go to the Texas State Fair in October, if anyone does, I highly encourage you to go. You get this sense that it's like we are all Texans. We're all, it's like a unified state. Because mm-hmm. you got big techs, you have, you know, the livestock section, which is pretty much the majority of the state. Um, Texas OU weekend is always around that time. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, football. It's very Texas as well. So it's very it's very unified. You go to New York. We'll go to New York tomorrow, and it's like, but well, this state this state is the most tribal <laughs> state in the union as possible. Yep, because it's like upstate is is upstate, and then there is like where we are. We're the, we're the southern tier. We're not even upstate. We're the that's southern right. tier. Upstate like Rochester, Buffalo. And then, then you get that Canadian influence up there. Yay. Yeah. And then you get north New York, and that's like the north country. That's why, like, the Adirondacks and like Placid. Yeah, They like, maple syrup White up Hall. there. Yeah, maple syrup up there. I had no idea. Up by like, the St. Lawrence River, and then you have the city. Yeah, that's the whole other zone <laughs> country something. It's it's, it's a it's a, a organized chaos there. <laughs> um, turned down for what? Yeah, sure that. <laughs> Let's see a of that, was we, as we steer as we steer this Courtney Johnson, as I try to steer the ship back on course. Yes, please. <laughs> um, what is going? What you, oh, here we go. These, these are some of the notes I wrote down. <laughs> what your, so? What are your thoughts on Ohio State trying to uh, trying to trademark the? Because we went to the proud of the American University. Yes, which but Ohio State is Ohio State, it is Ohio State but, but the alums say the Ohio State. Apparently the school trying to trademark that. Uh, so are they trying to trademark themselves as the Ohio State University, or what are they trying to trademark? I don't know. They're just trying to trademark the. Like I'm just. I mean, have you me trademark so that we'll they can that. be the only word where they are the. Cause that's always a thing, and certainly when you watch TV, watch any college football game. It's always like, it's certainly when you watch any NFL game where they have the players do they introduce themselves, which is just so unnecessary. Yeah, it's like, and they're always like, at least before the time when guys were mentioning high schools, and then they'd get to like preschools and just got so out of control. But then, like, guys were always like, V, Ohio State University. It's, like, it's almost like a William Shatner sentence where there's so much emphasis on like the first few words and then he just speeds through the rest. Yeah, it says the application was filed Thursday at the school seeks to use the word V, mainly on t-shirts, baseball caps, and hats. And they filed a trademark application on the word V. The. So they're just going to have shirts and like the scarlet that just say V? I mean... I get that. Do we hate Ohio State more after this? That, well, I mean, you can't just trademark words. I mean, I mean what is that? Like, I don't know that? It's in, like, every day. Not, like, everywhere. I don't know what. I'm going to have to pay royalties every time. I'm like, <laughs> you know, put this together <laughs> to... We, we, we oh, I a show. the Fanatic Radio. Yeah. So, I... That's not right. These college programs, man, <laughs> it's just, Whatever or they, they, whatever whatever they can do to merchandise and whatever mm. they can do to just make money, which of course doesn't go to anybody other than the people at the top. <laughs> uh, it's just a yeah, speaking of merchandise, I was in a. Um, I, don't know show was, I don't know what the store was called. So one of the New York version of Models. Is. Upstate New York version. Sub- southern tier version of Models. There you go. Um, They're selling Tom Brady. Michigan jerseys, but it had the Jumpman logo on it. And I was like, that doesn't make sense because Jumpman, Jordan brand, only started sponsoring Michigan like two years ago. Yeah. So Tom Brady graduated in like the well, 90s. That's, that's just how they do it. They're just like, you know, if you try to get some uh, North Carolina material, it's probably the same stuff. If you want to get like a, you know, a North Carolina Kenny Smith shirt, it'll probably have the Jumpman on it. It's like, that's. I mean what are we doing here? We do look uh, the Jet Smith. Why is he called the Jet? Did we figured that out? I don't know, but I think it must be in his contract where Ernie Johnson must be in his contract. to uh call Kenny the Jet Smith every time and Sir Charles Berkeley. Sir Charles. My dad met Sir Charles. Really? Yeah okay. he spoke at one of the uh S S M U you know, all those alums. Stupid money Ugh. in, in D Town. Gross. They have uh, <laughs> uh, a sports forum where this organization just pays like keynote speakers. So I've seen. I've seen, Who have I seen? God damn. So SMU hosts the Doug Walker Award. Athletic oh. called SMU hosts the Doug Walker Award. Doug Walker went to SMU. Uh, so they always get the original cast of Game Day Fowler, herstream and Lee Corso. Mm hmm. Yeah, Favre's Davis, and invited. So you we know, have the. The, the, about the original guys uh, like Tim Brando, Beano Cook, the late Beano Cook, I should mm. say. Lee Corso was on that show, I believe as well. Yeah, so they get the Golden Age of, of Game Day. They need to get those guys to like recap the season and talk about the three guys. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So one of the keynotes, so the guy like Cliff Cousin, like Kershaw, I've seen him. Carly Lloyd. Glenn mm. Donovan, um, Daryl Waltrip was one of the guests. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what he was. I, think, I don't know what he was in town for. Yeah, <laughs> Daryl Waltrip. I think it was. I think it was for NASCAR because Fox has the first Texas race in April. True. Uh, it's it's, the it's a better race. Texas race. Not the night. Yeah, not the, not the not the not the night race because it's a night race on a Sunday. That's right. It's a, it's a night race that starts awful. at three and goes into dusk. Which at TMS well, and it does daylight, it's past daylight savings time. So it gets dark at like six. Yeah, don't love that. I think I think one year was at seven thirty Sunday night. Like when uh, when the, when Texas was got the Chase race in like 05, Or like 07, <laughs> Absurd. Yeah, it was really bad. I don't like that. And then they did that one they did a one year where both races, April and November were night, which is bad because so- like why am I going to two night races? I'm just going to one, and so now I think it's a 3 p.m. start, but it it gets dark at like five. And the race ends at six, six thirty, because five hundred miles at TMS. Of course. One and a half miles gap. Of course. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't love that. I I think the, the not, to go I another, answer, not to go on another Charles. Not to go. Not to go to another tangent, but there really should only be one race. That has that day to night thing, and that should be uh, the Coke Six Hundred. Yeah, so that's, that's the endurance well, test. Does Darlington the, char- the, char- uh, the uh, Darlington starting the day, and go to night. I think it's generally light when the, when that race starts, but it's more. I believe mostly a night race. Yeah. But you, but that is true. And I was thinking about that. But uh, that Coke Six Hundred should be the one that's the. Um, but anyways. Yeah, so <laughs> not, not to go to another NASCAR tangent. No, he hey, Mister Charles, you're very nice. We're just probably not NASCAR heavy on this show. Say we haven't it. been for a while, which is a shame. All right, we'll do it then. Well, we're, we're gonna in. finish your Charles Barkley's story. Oh right, that's my dad. It's my dad at Charles Barkley. Oh, now then, yes, that is just hilarious. <laughs> and then, hey, I, my dad's never met Charles Barkley. Hit, so, to man. my knowledge, he met Sir Charles, Joe I'm uh, Trying to think of who part of the park, do that thing. Brett Favre. I think Brett Favre went Cool, hey, your boy. That's right. Um, Carly Wood, yeah, I met Carly Wood, cause I was right before before the Olympics. Mm. And before, Landon Donovan after he was left off the World Cup team. Oh, that's right. That so was very awkward and hilarious at the same time, which is great. Landon is one of my favorite soccer players of all time. Vote Jurgen. We, I, I actually do miss him. I met him, so I met Eric Klinsman when NBC first, and I don't even think they do it anymore. I think their contract, MLS contract with NBC ended. Correct. Um, the, so I think I was only like a two, three-year deal. The mm-hmm. very first year that they did, the very first game was at FC Dallas versus Red Bulls. Because New York Red Bulls, at Toyota Stadium, at, was it, I think it was FC Dallas Stadium at the time. Because Pizza Park had ended their <laughs> contract. Pizza had, Pizza had moved the headquarters out of Dallas, came from Yum Brand, moved the headquarters to Louisville, so they lost their sponsorship. And then Toyota Stadium, I don't think started it's like 2016. So this was gotta be like 2014. I think I was still in college. Mm. Uh, I think it was over my spring break too. But yeah, we were we were there. It was like NBC's first soccer broadcast since, like, the 2000 Olympics. <laughs> Gosh. And we were, we, were, we were in the box with, you know, I sound bougie saying it, but, you know, shout out to the perks of of, of being a bloodline to, to family members. They did. Amen. And Jürgen Clemson was there because this was t- March 2014, so he was still scouting for 2014 Brazil, which was going to be in July. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, like, his final run to see, like, how endless... Because it, there had been someone... I think it was, like, Breck Shea. Breck Shea was still on the team. He was a prospect. He was on Gold Cup teams. But it was, like, fantastic because, you know, apart from him being a coach, he's one of the greatest, greatest football players of all time. He's won World Cups. He's won Euros with Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was great. I, I have a photo of him and I somewhere. I don't know if it's on my laptop or on my phone in the cloud. My mm-hmm. Aaron uh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. No idea where he is. I know his son is like but on the E twenties. That's all I know. Um, there, he is. there you have There you go. So yeah, so so thumbs down to the Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is <laughs> I love how we got back to that. Um, okay, this is this is an interesting one. Uh oh. This is baseball. We love this. Uh oh. Uh, a big question. What? What do we? What do we value as a? So we watch. We're in Mooney's, by the way. Shout out to Mooney's. Yes, great joint on Marcus Street. I think the original Mooney's is in. I think it's like in Boston. I don't think in like Corning. Oh. Right. Yeah, but this was, bar. The, yeah, but this bar was, yeah, but this bar was like anti-Patriots though. They had all the anti-Patriot so, stuff. The original Mooney's is like in Rochester. There you go. Hold on. We love Rochester. Yeah. I, co- I have a colleague from Rochester. We're going to consult the one person that w- might know this. Uh-oh. Hey, comma, do you know where the original Mooney is? Question mark. Do you know where the original Mooney is located? <laughs> who I, who I am texting is the great Nat Costello. Located. Legendary. She loves Mooney, so she probably does. Here that she doesn't, because she doesn't get 90% of the references I say. Well, I mean... Anyway. But if she loves Mooney, she may be... She does it. love Mooney. A historian. A historian. <laughs> this is a intelligent don't. lady. She's the Donald Davidson of Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> Donald <laughs> Davidson a complete asshole, by the way. Really? Yeah. the yeah, grand historian of the Indianapolis member Speedway. Uh, not a good guy full of himself for all the wrong reasons. Oh, hate that. But he, uh, <laughs> where are we going with this? We were talking about Moonies, and we were talking. Oh, yes. About we were watching baseball. half half watching a Cece Sabathia doc on, right. on Yes Network. That's right. Yes. So, question: What do we what do we, what do we value as a pitcher? Because you got. Um, who was the guy that won the Scion, NL Scion last year? K- guy from the Mets. Awful record, but a great ERA. Uh, Jacob DeGrom. Yes. And then you got another guy this year from the Mets, Jeff M- Jeff McNeil. No, he's not even a pitcher. Oh, no, Chris Sale. He got 2,000 strikeouts the other day. And people were like, he's on pace for 3,000, but is he, like, Hall of Fame worthy? And they're like, yes, some people are like, yes, it's Hall of Fame worthy. Because we get to 3,000 strikeouts, that's like, you know, it's like climbing Everest in pitching land. But then it's like, but is ERA so bad? And we have we, have we become so engulfed with analytics that we like don't know like what valuing pitching is. Because nowadays, you, know, you got, what's his name? Madison Bumgarner going full games, yeah. complete games. Yep. And then you got some managers that take guys out for five innings. Well, it's it's one of those things where I think we, I I'm not anti analytics, and I think you can be over reliant sometimes. But I think a lot of the cases where, you know, a guy could went could go twenty and three in a year, but he having a three seventy RA ERA and he had a tremendous amount of run support, and he really wasn't the best pitcher. I think we realize that wins are not truly a definitive um, look. At how successful a pitcher is. Right. Because this idea that pitchers, you've heard this before about guys, they pitch to the score is complete bullshit. Not, that's not a thing, and it's just absurd. So look at, you know, whether it's ERA, which obviously isn't bad analytical, but then going further than that, I think guys have, or folks have really uh, realized that you know, there are stronger ways to analyze the pitcher than a win-loss record. And you look at a case of DeGrom last year, had basically no run support. even though every single one of his numbers were fantastic, but he just didn't have a lot of wins. So I think that's actually a good thing and realize, hey, just because the pitcher isn't quote-unquote winning the game doesn't mean, like, you know, you can give up, a, you know, two runs in a game, throw nine innings, give up two runs, and like three hits or what have you, and yeah. lose the game because you know your team sucked, like the Mets did last year. Well, it's like I'm and I'm glad baseball I'm glad baseball recognizes that basketball tries every now and then. Like Russell Westbrook won MVP. I think the uh, Thunder were like 60 that year. Mm-hmm. But homeboy was the first since Oscar Robinson to go triple double. Mm. So it's like he should be rewarded for leading his team in points. Which is valuable. Assists, which is more valuable than points, because you are contributing more points to your points. Sure. And the fact that he's under six five and gets rebounds, gets ten rebounds a game. I was watching Russell I watched about three I watched three Russell Westbrook triple doubles. All three of them were into the Mavericks. One, one of them he fouled out, which is fantastic. Uh, but what was amazing about it is the way is the way he got the triple double. He would always go after rebounds first. Which like when I like when I try to play like intramurals and stuff like that, or like pick up basketball, I'm always trying to do his method. You gotta get the rebounds first. Like like all the like all the missed. And the best part was the, the team knew about it too. Like missed free throw. Like Stephen Adams would just like walk away from the ball <laughs> and just make us the ones and get it. Yeah. So I'm like. That's scummy, cause that's completely bad in the stats. But Bro, I've heard of other name Brody. Brody's in Houston now. Um Which I feel bad for Oklahoma City. I feel bad for my thing. I feel bad for is, uh, what's the name? Billy Donovan. I think he's gonna get out. He's gonna get fired because they're gonna have a bad year this year. And the Western Conference is extremely loaded. Oklahoma City is gonna get impatient. And he's just the result of of like not bad coaching, but just in bad place. And Billy Donovan will probably be back in college basketball in the next like three years. Mm. Indeed, not not back in Florida. That'd be great. Oh, of course, let's say Ed Cooley does a, a bad job. You think we're Providence? Go back to the Big East. <laughs> uh, Ed Cooley, by the way, is the coach of the uh, Pan Am Games team in, uh, in Lima, which they lost. USA has yet to win that. I think since like '99, uh, but they lost. Lost in the semifinals. Won the bronze medal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's only gonna be the finals. It lost like, lost like Argentina. I was like, kind of how they lose Argentina. Like high school team could be Argentina. <laughs> I think I don't know. Really? Uh, yeah. in, in one of those like uh, like prep academies, uh. like uh, Monteverde that oh, sure. fake school in Florida. Huh. The guy who coaches that team used to coach Saint, now defunct Saint Anthony's. Mm-hmm. I know St. Anthony's is still a school. He goes to a, a, some saint school They like, cut their basketball program because the Catholic Church is going bankrupt. I'm surprised all these good kids are going to good schools. So they get guys like Ben Simmons. He's not American. He's from Australia. That's so right. Saying, speaking of world, you know, you excited yeah, for the U.S. team? The, uh, the U.S. basketball team of Kemba Walker, I think, is the only all-star on the team. Yeah, I mean, it should be very interesting to see kind of a new wave of uh, player and really there's a whole wholesale difference. You know, at one point, P.J. Tucker was starting for this team until he withdrew. He hurt himself. That's right. He's he right, him right rightfully so. He's a garbage player. I mean, and he he has, his, started, he is so old. His, yeah. t- his tattoos, his skin looks silver because his tattoos are like worn so <laughs> yeah. I actually have a great story. Sorry to cut you off. Believe up or DJ Tucker, who went was the University of Texas, was a, goddamn, like 06 grad. He was like one of the, one of the, is it like a prime brick barn there. So the Big 12 conference tournament, he's always going through Dallas. And I remember my brother and I, are usually is always around um, our spring break. And our, and our dad used to always work for the uh, the, the host committee, like the like, uh, Dallas Sports Commission, a Big 12 conference. He'd always, they'd always look for people to host these teams, basically like, you know, making sure they got to the arena on time, worked in tandem with the city, the venues and whatnot. Uh, so he used to always get us press passes to go to these practices, shoot around, and the occasional game. And P.J. Tucker was on that. I met P.J. Tucker when he was in college. I was autographed in... Some binder back in back in Dallas, back in Larchmont Street, and it's amazing how he still is playing. And then when, when we saw, you know, I mentioned to you tonight about James Harden scoring 51 last year or two mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, Peter Tucker is still on that team, and he's still playing for the Rockets. I was like, God That's damn! Gross. I remember he was in Texas because I think he only played two years in college. I think he got like suspended and kicked out of school. <laughs> Like let's not let's not paint this guy with a broad brush of you know, you know goodwillism. Yeah. Because the dude is a hack, but he's 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 just the king of the corner three. Which hey, you know what it takes. More fire to him. Sure. But yeah, so Popovich new no, no Coach K, no uh, no studs. You have uh, Donovan Mitchell and Kemba Walker as sort of the all-stars of the team. And then we got guys like Brooke Lopez and uh the guy they say, Miles Turner. Which I think I think is more so a ragtag bunch of secondary players is better than a bunch of prima donna all stars. Um, could be probably easier to coach. If you think about, because you know you don't have to worry necessarily about having to get guys their minutes, get them. It could be considered easier to have these guys buy in, and they may be hungrier because you don't have the stars. And so people are like, "Who are these guys?" It could be making interesting to watch. Yeah, I think I talked to them a few weeks. I was this morning. I was it was five a.m. I'm not going out. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, the tune, the tune-up games. Um, let's see what else do we have. <laughs> As we go silent. <laughs> As we go silent. Uh, No dead air uh, No dead air um, Alright yeah We still still have more episodes ahead I'm going to thumbs up thumbs down Yes Make sure the audio still works If I can find it Uh Uh There we go You cannot be serious But it's time for thumbs up thumbs down that's right, our critically acclaimed segment was good and bad, just in the world, in life in general, not just in sports, but we go beyond the realm. The third realm. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Any, any thumbs up, thumbs down from this past week, flow, today, or in general? Um, uh, I did not prepare any. So we're going to give a thumbs up to uh, the town of Watkins Glen, New York. Technically, a village. Okay, fair. We right. are lesser than a town. The apparently. village of Watkins Glen, New York, roll in. We have the Hamlet though. Fuck PA. They have like Hamlet. Okay. And, Thumbs up to the municipality maybe. that is Walking. No, no, we're a village. Roll in and uh, first off, what I see is on the main drag on Franklin Street, the crosswalks and you and Mike tells me this is a new thing, or have The checker flag design, which I thought was so cool. And I almost thought about stopping and taking a picture and then posting on my Instagram story, which again, V underscore B float at uh, Instagram.com. Plug. Uh, Get your cheap plugs. That was cool. Uh, Thumbs down is going to go to, um, so here's a little uh, uh, inside baseball at Fox. So Mm -hmm. I applied for a position, a new position. That I did not get, but that was okay because I wasn't that keen on it to begin with, but here's what apparently happened. So I applied on our website, foxnewscareers.com. I thought, or Maybe it's foxcareers.com. I don't know. Google it. Um, so what happened was they, when I found out I did not get the job, I just got some automated email and I was like, you know, as an, uh, you know, a, a internal Candidate, I, you know, it's kind of odd to just get like some automated, you know, I had an in-person interview in right. the Bureau with multiple managers, and to just find out via uh, this uh, automated email, literally like seconds after I told somebody, I haven't heard anything about this gig, and then I looked at my phone like, oh, thank you for applying nah. like, take a look, and then I asked him around, he actually forwarded that mail to my current manager, I'm like, yeah, I guess you're stuck with me for a little longer. She was like, "Is that really the way you found out?" I was like, "Yeah." So if like, who's your manager's name again? Nunu. Nunu. John Shout out to Nunu. I, I guess we'll sure. give. Uh, should we get? You know what? I guess we'll give a Nunu a thumbs up. I. I, Shouts I, Shouts I guess. Nuna. She didn't lead me astray this time. So, uh, and then she gave me a little detail, like because apparently what has happened, and this is how great I guess our HR, what have you. HR, <laughs> or just we a website, maybe uh, just a website, that apparently, because when I uh, uh, apply, I, I way to say you're an internal candidate, and if not a uh, picture, you're an external. And apparently at no point, this has happened to multiple people, it does not, like, re, like clarify, like, oh, this person is clearly implying from inside the company. Yeah. So it didn't ever fix, so that's how I got a, a you know, if you are outside of Fox and you apply for this position and did not get it, you got this automated email saying, Hey, sorry, we went in a different direction. So eventually it was okay because I talked to the manager that was the hiring manager. We had a nice conversation, and that is what it was. And uh, so it was fine, but I just thought the whole thing was something they was like apologetic. I was like, Hey, this is kind of funny. Right. And I'm not that surprised because that's just. How things roll when you work for a big evil corporation. I you're part of the conglomerate, the one of the well, not one of the big conglomerates anymore since we sold off and sold out to Disney. But that's that's life. That's my thumbs up, thumbs down. Which another thumbs up, thumbs down I successfully pulled out of my ass. Yep, we threw it against the wall and it uh, stuck. Uh, speaking of thumbs up, thumbs down. Speaking of fuck, have you seen the trailer to the? Uh, the Roger Ailes movie. I did see it. That. that. You know, another thumbs down is going to, not to cut you off, another thumbs down, I went home two weeks ago. Literally everybody, we had a family party, we had a bunch of neighbors over, literally everybody comes up to me because they all know I work at Fox. Hey, have you seen this Roger Ailes show on Showtime? No, I don't have Showtime, so I've not seen it. Hey, have you seen this Roger Ailes show on Showtime? I'm like, no, I have not seen it. I do not have Showtime. Do people sp- interact between your families? <laughs> uh, hey, did you see that uh, Roger Hale show in Showtime? Like, no, I did, did not. Did you now? At this point, I wanted to be, like to shout to the heavens. You know, I have not seen the show. I still have not seen it. Well, it's more than a show. Well, it? it's a mini series. Like, yeah. ca- I think they're coming out with a movie. But then they got a movie. It's a different, it's different, different cast. Yeah, it's got the a, show. Yeah, yeah. it's got Madge Grahame around. As, uh, as Megan Kelly. and she Yes. Was, shout out to the makeup department. She looks just like her. She looks just like her. Yeah. yeah as, as Nicole Kidman, as, uh, as um, Greta Vaughn. Uh, Gretchen Carlson, and she does not look like her. No. And then you got <laughs> my girlfriend, Margot girl, Robbie, who is this fake, like this composite, sized PA or whatever. Yes. My, so my, my thing with that is, I'll give a thumbs up to. Uh, Straight the that man Kelly. God knows what her thoughts on that are. Oh God. Uh, but thumbs it down because I think I am I am for the uh, the time capsule method, where you need stuff stuff has to have like shelf life before you rehash it, because as, as someone in the public relations realm stuff that, like, marinates for a while has good shelf life that gives you sort of reminiscence of a lot of things, i.e., um, I, I think, like, Woodstock, for example, the 50th anniversary of the 1969 concert happened last weekend, and regardless that the fi- the 50th anniversary concert never happened, mm-hmm. um, it was very cool to watch, like, PBS has a documentary about the original one, and then, of course, all uh, on YouTube, there were uh, there were well, there were interviews with the the, the live audience, uh, the live um, artists like like whoever is alive from the Grateful Dead or I think I don't think any of them are, but uh, Crosby is and Nash, John Fogarty those guys are still knocking around and still have great memories. So it's something that. You know, like, no one's talking about Woodstock 99. You know, no one's talking about Rage Rage Against the Machine burning <laughs> a Flag on stage. Yeah. So, I think with things like this, it, it's, you know, it's, it's funny because I had a great conversation with a coworker of mine. Uh, she's trying to choose music for a bachelorette party that she is going to next weekend. It was will the wineries on Seneca Lake. And act like absolute premature teen, but she goes, hey, why is every bit of pop music in Spanish? And I was like, what do you mean? And she starts scrolling through Spotify, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like like at least the first you know half of the scroll, there are there are a lot nowadays in, in pop music there are a lot of hit songs that feature Hispanic artists. You know, like like your Shakira's, your Daddy Yankees, Jay Balvin's, Becky G's. Whoever, and I la- I joked about it and I said, oh yeah, that's that's the Trump effect in music. And she was like, what do you mean? And I go, you know, everyone's going going back to their culture and, and defying the man in office by embracing you know, the other roots. And I and and Hollywood is the same way. Because when is this when did the Roger Ailes thing happen? Last year, right? Yeah, it happened like it really all came apart and like. I think it was July 2016, so about a year and a half ago. Three years ago. Oh, so longer than. Three. I still think so. Three years is still that's still pretty fresh. Cause I'm thinking it happened like yesterday. Yes. So you know, it, it's like it's like if we landed on the moon and they made a movie in 1970 about landing on the moon. I'm like, it, it hasn't. This event hasn't seeped into society yet to be forgotten and then be rehashed. So that's what it is. Because unless it's an actual documentary or documentary for all the idiots that live up here. That's right. That I work with that bash me for the way I talk. That's right. How do you say it? Say what? If, if a, a video about factual information. A documentary? Yes. People up here say Documentary. Well, these people up here are wrong. Yeah, they say so. From first through fourth grade, first through fifth grade, what school is that called? First through fourth grade, like elementary school. Yes, elementary. Yeah. Some people say elementary. That's awesome. I'm oh, like, where are you? Why are you adding? Thumbs down to that. Thumbs yeah. down to the mayor. Because he That's goes right. documentary. We do love the mayor. We do love the mayor. I've never met him, but I take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, he's a, he's a champ. Shout out to the missus as well. Yes. Uh, the mayor's married. She's Mrs. Mayor. <laughs> the home home homebody further further up the hill. He's handing out keys to the city left and right. He, I need to get one from him. Oh and my God, us. I need to ask him for one. Yes. I'm gonna ask him for one. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he says documentary in elementary. That's, and I'm just like, Dwayne, where, where are you getting this that's from? That's that, that's, that, that's, that, that's that SUNY Cortland education. It, <laughs> it, 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 it only goes so far. Don't hate on Cortland. I've never been. I've driven by it. Uh, I've never actually been to the school. Shout out to the dragons, though. There you go. But yeah, I saw a trailer for that movie, and I was like, this is way too soon for this event. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at least wait till like a decade has That's why Argo is such a great movie. Because that happened forty years ago when it came out, and then it makes you and then and then you have sort of the people like my like my mom and dad's generation, and they're like, "I remember this actually happened." then they educate the people of our generation of why of like what happened, and then you sort of take interest in it yep. this it's like such a hot button because it's Fox News and everyone and then every everyone in California hates Trump, yep. So it's like, of course, all these movies are gonna come out. Uh, that's a thumbs down. But thumbs up to the makeup department. Um, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Suggest, shout out and thumbs down. Patrick Chung with cocaine. Yes. Uh, it's just laughable because he's probably gonna still play because he. Well, I love the circumstance. Shout out to my boss, by the way. The 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 rifle. The, the rifle. Honorable Chris Banker. We were laughing about it the other day because I'm on Twitter constantly because of, of the accounts, um, the WGI accounts. But uh, at the end, like there's, mo- there's moments where he and I are still left in the office and we're just like yelling at each other <laughs> across our offices about random events in the day. He's a Phillies fan, so we just shouted, boy Bryce Harper in the walk-off Grand Slam against my cubbies, which is awful to watch. But then I was just like, hey, did you see that Patrick Chung... Got kind of died of cocaine possession, and he, and he immediately was like, "Yeah, did you hear about like why it happened?" And I was like, "No, what?" He's like, "Apparently his alarm went off." Yeah. And then so when the police showed up, they had rifle rifle cause to enter his premises. They're like, "Oh my god, it, it's cocaine!" Here. <laughs> so thumbs down, Sean. Yes. Uh, fueled the judicial system, ass and eyes in store, but. Yeah, that's our, that's our first live show on the Red 300. Any other final thoughts for you? How many more episodes we gotta go? Yeah, two or one still one or two. We gotta get a Val. We have to. We have to find. Out. I think yeah. I think it was, I think tonight was 298 or 299. Stay tuned though. Our 300 show is 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 gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Coming soon. We'll do it. And I try to find the outro music. Yes. Yeah, our, our quick our quick our quick college football pick-em, because that, that does return. <laughs> yeah. Does it? Did I still have the audio for that? We'll find out. So it's been a pretty interesting 24-hour. Yeah, play the player, congratulations music, like, dun-dun-dun. dun I don't know, but play <laughs> this in the meantime. Yeah, that, 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 that didn't age well. All right. Miami, Florida. Who are we picking to win? Uh, Florida. Florida. is home, right? F- F- I-, I think it's alternate site. It's like Orlando, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I love a lot of these alternate site games. Like, <laughs> My hey, favorite... just off the road from that. <laughs> like, Florida wins. Florida, Felipe Franks, he still goes to school. He hasn't left yet. I love the U, but Florida wins. My favorite... Um, Oregon, Auburn, and Jerry World. Oh god. No, there's no alumni base in neither in Dallas. Yeah, that's whatever. There, I don't, I don't know a single other than my ex-girlfriend who goes to Oregon. I don't know a single, other than like still my Ash Neaton. I don't know like a single soul that went to the University of Oregon. Which, uh, by the way, is gonna run rampant in the pack 12 Actually, lost to Auburn. Good, wildly for uh, from my people at CU. Shout out to Colorado. We'll see. You, we'll see you soon. Not next week. Is uh, 300 episodes coming up soon? Stay tuned.